Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on, people, live with me where the light has never shone. And my hornets flock like hummingbirds speaking in a foreign tongue. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? Welcome to episode 58. A little shout out to Roberto Bagnano, Chris Latang of Behind the Bench. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Alex Shimino here, live in action. Um, and we are here with the normal crew, uh, as always, Mason Monet Savage, Roberto Bagnano, and yes, our newest addition, Polly Vlahos to the podcast. Yes, we came out on Instagram saying the move was made and there was an absolute uproar of support for the move. Everyone wanted Tom out after his quarterly review, like Mason has said, uh, he was not cutting it. He is, uh, Tom has moved on to solely focusing on TikTok um, and TikTok only his pursuing his dream of becoming a TikTok influencer. Um, and we have brought Polly in as the better voice, the better looking Vlahos uh, in in that duo. So uh, we'll send it off to our new co-host. We're so happy to have you on the team. Paulie Vlahos, what's going on? Well, Alex and boys, thanks for the introduction. And I am pumped. When I was asked to take over for young Thomas, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've been at uh, down in Toronto, just got back from a global asset management conference. Uh, and that was great stuff. But all I could do was think about like... What are, we, what are we going to talk about? How do I fill in? How do I bring a super grade A one production up three or four more notches? And I'm thinking, well, just by the mere subtraction of booting Tommy off and having me in, you're, you're already up one, right? That, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's easy. So, um, yeah, um, thank you. I, I'll look to fill it any way I can, whether it's a trial basis or I don't, I don't know if it's a, this is a PTO uh, professional tryout and you guys will decide after a little bit or or you know i didn't get a 10 by 10 so well uh well, my, my i gotta talk to my agent uh my agent themis vlahos um you know spad lad as well didn't uh didn't do that uh didn't do that great so we're good to go yeah well we got you on the michael bunting deal right now just a quick little one year we'll see what happens um and hopefully you don't perform overly well or else we're gonna have to pay you which uh was not good um but no i just came paulie what what's going on on your end How, how's that conference uh great i um you know what the two years in a row the the, the conference that uh we get to go on as as leaders and and financial planners uh 400 different uh folks across Ontario and Eastern Canada was canceled because of COVID um, made a bold move about three weeks ago and said, Hey, let's get our people together and, and have a one day conference. So uh, we had five of our top uh, mutual fund um, asset mix managers, the people that run the funds and stuff. So I'm not going to lie about half of it would be, if you guys remember the old fidelity commercial, stick your head in a vice and, you know, with charts and graphs. <laughs> Um, but there, but there were some other inspiring pieces, uh, you know, in terms of, um, what's going on with, uh, with inflation, bond yield curves, all those, uh, all those good things. So, uh, but, but good to get to Toronto, uh, had an early flight on Monday. So, 
uh, managed to hit uh, at noon four different bars, uh, then a nightcap at uh, uh, at one of the establishment and had some fun and it was uh, it was good. And, <laughs> Not and, um, a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Living and then we had a quick we had a quick turnaround. I had a former manager of mine when we we used to you know you get to bed late and wake up early and it's like you slept fast. Said, yep, yep, we slept fast, uh, <laughs> and then hopped on. Uh, I'm going to tell you, Porter had ten people uh, on the plane on the way back. But that uh, Billy Bishop Airport is from when you're downtown Toronto. It's the cat's ass. You hop on. Uh, they they serve you a little beverage. I had a nice glass of red wine. Nice. Uh, you know, I left the conference at six, and then I'm. In my basement at home at eight thirty, like it's you know a two and a half Life's turnaround good. time from downtown Toronto flight and everything else. So it's you you can't beat that. So yeah, that. so that uh, works going well. Um, yeah, I can't. Uh, looking forward to the spring and uh, getting back to uh, a little uh, less COVID interactions. And uh, you know, like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing how I can add value and and get this podcast to the moon because that's what we're looking to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love it paul well we'll go around the horn here and send it over to mason monet what's going on brother hey paulie welcome aboard after uh what a strong showing with the u15 or u14 um u15 nickel capitals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, u15 nickel capitals general manager of the year for the uh, northern ontario hockey hockey association district so congratulations on that and welcome aboard. Hey, you've had more words, uh, more sentences flown correctly than uh, your son Tom has in 58 episodes. Um, but yeah, yeah, Tom, uh, Polly, welcome. I'm a little upset you didn't didn't let me know you're in Toronto. I'm down here right now. Have a Raptors <laughs> game lined up for Thursday and a Blue Jays game potentially on Saturday. So I, I've decided I'm a Jays guy. Jays guy all summer. I'm going to watch 182 uh, games. Yeah, you know what? I didn't, 162, 162. My apologies, Mason. I didn't think of uh, of looking you up. We could have uh, of the of the multiple dozen beverages I had yesterday. Uh, you could have fit in pretty good between number six and seven, quite quite easily in that regard. So, uh, if not more, but um, hey, I'm hey, down in Toronto. Down in Toronto on April 29th, April 30th, um, going with three other buddies. Um, Friday night at seven, then Saturday at three for two Blue Jay games. So. That Friday night, or if you want to... That's Red to, Sox weekend, isn't it? Uh, Houston. Houston. Houston Astros. Yeah. Oh, okay. Unless they um, change the schedule. Yeah. But yeah, you know we'll what? See. Toronto's... Uh, there, there's at least one watering hole, maybe two, that we can meet up at. Um, I love it. Yeah. I'll go to... <laughs> we should go to the aquarium together, Paulie. The aqua- <laughs> I, I've been to the... The aquarium is nice. It's very... Um, yeah, you know, a bunch of fish and water. I mean, I'd... or you can bring me up to the CN Tower at the 360 restaurant on RBC staff. There you go. Um, absolutely. I'll, I'll switch all of my personal assets to RBC. If okay, we can talk. Me. Maybe if, if you're going <laughs> to, knowing your potential net worth and how your career is going to skywalk with net worth, I could probably get you halfway for sure. And then we can talk about it. I'll transfer my whole Bet365 account over there right now. <laughs> get, get them on the black card. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, drive drive last... a hard, hard bug. Yeah, sorry. Go over to uh, Robbie's itching to speak there. He's last but hand. not least. He's had his hand Ro- up for 45 seconds. Robbie B. Roberto Magnato. What's going on, brother? What's going on, boys? I am so pumped to have Polly on the pod. I was also hamsters rolling right now, too. We need to have, instead of... Like we gotta get rid of Tom's Wednesday gambling corner that didn't happen. 
maybe like Polly's picks, like a weekly stock oh. pick of the week. Like we're oh. gonna we're gonna have the hockey, the northern sports, basketball, and financial literacy. Uh, I like, love that financial a, literacy. Yeah, this Pauly's, is a dream. Polly's paid. Polly's payday. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. Um, yeah, boys. Listen, uh, we are buzzing right now. There's so much on the go. It's Masters Week. Um, we got pond hockey coming up in what a couple weeks here? A couple weeks, pond hockey. Uh, Mace, what's going on there? We're still looking for two teammates, uh, I believe, right? No, no. From my understanding, pond hockey uh, NHL tournament is actually a one-on-one game. So we're looking for one representative. And I think Tom kind of wants, wants to give it a go. Uh, I, okay. I probably would be Tom. I'm superior at everything than Tom. <laughs> Not here to defend himself, but. Well, if I, if I can jump in, glad you mentioned the pond hockey and the video uh, opportunity. So um, fellow RBC or Dan DeNoble, who's running the chair, uh, I was down with him at the, the mutual fund conference. So uh, we were chatting about it and, and he's excited, you know, goal of $10,000 to be raised. Um, it's it, he, he's gone through the trouble of getting a liquor license. So there can be casual beer, like, you know, playing a video game, having a beer, socializing for a great cause. Um, make sure. Uh, and he's, he's looking for more teams. So I know the BTB podcast will sort out whether it's Tom or, or somebody else, but uh always looking for more folks. So uh, when this gets out there, um, mention to Dan promo code Polly. And, uh, and I will, um, for any new people listening to the podcast, I will buy them a beer uh, at the, uh, at the event. <laughs> okay. Let's go. I, what an affiliate link. I, I love that. Paul. Hey, Polly, we're looking for a team sponsor still. If uh, your branch is. Uh, RBC, RBC already has uh, committed a team. And apparently they've recruited uh, Tommy's older brother, Themis, who oh, is a the superior ball host as well. Well, you, you know, you know, the song pinball wizard, he's actually the video game wizard and there's no, and there's no twist to it. Oh, and Themis man. has, Themis does have a subtle wrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Uh, Polly. So in one of the comments after our big announcement, we saw that you got the uh, nickname Ray, Racehorse by uh, Damien Giroux. So um, where did that nickname come from? How were how you named the Racehorse? Well, to our viewers on the line and listening, um, one might think Racehorse would have to do with uh, a certain body part, but it has nothing <laughs> nothing to do with that uh, in, in that regard. Uh, actually, Back in my younger days, when I was able to coach uh, and actually strap on the blades, uh, I guess it would it would have been U11, U12, so major in the peewee age, minor peewee, major peewee. Um, the the half ice breakouts where coach would dump in the puck, the two defensemen, the three forwards would go back and regroup, so you do a D to D to the post and out. Um, once they kind of figured that out, I was the one coach that would do the four check. And what was interesting is you'd, we'd run it on one side, then on the other. And as I came back from one side in the breakout, I would just hop into the play back and forth and the, the drill would go on for 10, 12 minutes, three lines are going back and forth, but I never stopped. I just went back and forth. So on, on one of them, you know, covering the center, I got up to Dean Yame. 
and nudged him. And he goes, Paul, look at you go. And I said, yeah, I'm a freaking, well, I'm a beeping racehorse. <laughs> and he kind of stopped. And, and, you know, you know, uh, Damien's ca- captain, serious captain, uh, you know, all no nonsense, even in a practice in the middle of October, that means nothing. And he stopped and he couldn't stop laughing. It's like racehorse. That's, that's your new nickname. So, um, you know, from, from that point on, it was, you know, as a manager in, in the uh, dressing room and stuff, it's, you know, there's, there's Polly the racehorse. So <laughs> anyway, but, but uh, as I got older and the kids got better, I couldn't keep up to these kids. And by the time they were like U13 or U14, and so it was a matter of, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not even going on the ice. I'm going to end up hurting someone. I'm going to fall over and take out a kid or a kid's going to take me out and my knee's going to be more banged up than, than Robbie and Alex's combined and, uh, <laughs> ever were. And, and then we're, we're that. So, oh, and, the, and, and you made the move and you made the move to the front office, which, uh, which is great. Oh, yes. Oh, we got someone coming on here. What, what's Uh-oh. happening? We got an overtake of the podcast. What's going on here? Get up, please. What, what's going on? Why, You're why good. am I, why am I out? You're booted. Hey, I've heard uh, too hey, much. Hey, Polly, I wanted you. I don't know what's happening. I don't know I what's have FOMO. happening. Here. I have FOMO. What am I? Is my one day PTO contract like <laughs> over? Like after 14 minutes? Hey, Paul, Polly, we're going to talk to your agent and we will get we'll get this figured out. Maybe I think we're having know. trouble on the contract you gotta negotiation. To, you gotta talk to your agent. All right. Well, that's that's fine. I hope your po- podcasts. Uh, well, episode 57 point. Sorry, 58.2. That's fine. I'm out. <laughs> Polly out. <laughs> So the Leafs just lost. What's going on, boys? How are you doing? Wow. Tom? Tommy Vlahos is back. Um, <laughs> Tom, we thought you were going to go on your TikTok uh, influencer. Uh, yeah. What happened? It is great to see you guys. It is actually crazy. The amount of people that I see out now that are like calling me an influencer just because I'm doing these TikToks. Little did they know, Shamino's <laughs> doing like literally all the hard work of what, what a TikTok is. Um, have we jumped into like how these mics sound and I don't sound like a bot anymore? Well, and that's what I was just about to go into, Tom, actually. Um, as you know, it's myself um, and everyone's sounding crisp, um, but you'll see in the interview too, Tom and myself, as well as Polly, who you just heard, who did a fantastic job. I don't know. Uh, Tom has taken over the pod now. He's, he's claimed his seat back. Um, but yes, uh, we did uh, invest in some better uh, equipment, courtesy of Silver Cross Sudbury. Thank you very much uh, to Dino and Sean. The boys are sounding nice and crisp now on the podcast. So, uh, yeah, Tom, great plug there, bud. Um, what, what's going on with you? Nothing much. I, I don't know what Paulie was. I heard a little bit of the rumblings, what you guys are so, talking about. I actually but... wanted to ask you. I actually wanted to ask you. What was your thoughts in the comments with the overwhelming support for the move Did... that, that we made? I was okay with it because April Fools was like a disaster. Like the first one I saw was like Montreal or Quebec City was getting an NHL team. Like Sportsnet <laughs> tweeted that out, so I was like, "What? Well, what? What's going on?" Like, um, so just typical Chimino. Like whenever you get a notification saying BTB tagged you in a post, you're like, "Oh, I wonder what clip it is." Like I have no idea. It's probably some gas price thing that Chimino loves talking about. I don't know. So you go see it, and it's like it's this, and I'm like, Jesus. Did you guys ask Polly what the racehorse? Did you ask him that? Yeah, Tim? we did. We did all time story. So all you got the full story. story of him coming on. He 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 was one of the coaches with a cage on, and he yep. jumping in, came down, yeah. gave that the man a nudge. Yeah. 
So he I'm went real. through all four lines. Like, you know how sometimes <laughs> coaches switch four checkers? He went through yeah. everybody. But yeah, oh, no, th- things are good with me. Um, the weather's turning in like almost into golf season. I picked you up today, Chim, and it's like phenomenal out. So this weather's putting me in a great mood. Been going for a lot of walks, a lot of runs. Things things are good. Can't complain. Birthday was last week. I got this lovely JB jersey I'm rocking right now. A little reversible. Even and, though uh, uh, even though they just lost in Yeah, they just lost, but the game I was there for my birthday, they won. So Okay. Okay. I'm three and old this year at all three Leafs games. Maybe you have to show up to the playoffs. You're gonna have to show up to the playoffs <laughs> when Tax. it matters. When it matters, yeah. Anyways, boys, let's uh, get in right into the episode. Um, we are changing up the order a little bit, and we're gonna start off with the major performers of the week. So, Mason Monet, who is your major performer of the week? Uh, we're going to high school, high school athletics here. Uh, Sila Swords, the daughter of Coach Sean Swords at LU, she's the youngest female to participate in the 2022 BioSteel All-Canadian Game that happened in Toronto this weekend, and I actually got to teach her when I was doing my practicum, so it was uh, cool to see her name buzzing around there, and she uh, she's well regarded around the school in athletics, and great to kind of see, see where she's going to take this, so um, congratulations there. Yeah, is she? Uh, I mean, the connection is there. Is she the daughter of uh, Coach LU basketball, Sean Swords? Is that a is there a correlation there? Yeah, yeah. That's um, okay. That's a, that's a dash on you, Tim. Mace just said that. Did Mace just you say that? I think I think, I think he I, led with that. I think, Did he uh, lead with that? Uh, yeah. I, wow, I absolutely zoned out there. <laughs> yeah, he's too busy. He's too boys. busy grabbing the phone, answering his snaps. Like, yeah, well, I know I'll what tell you, hold on. I am I'm I'm still shaking that Paulie's not on the podcast. Anymore. All right. I'm, I'm confused as to what happened. All right. um, but yeah, awesome. Great stuff, Mace. Uh Roberto, you're may you perform the week. Who do you got? I'm going out of the sports game this week and close to home. So obviously I've been out of action uh for the last, I don't know what it's been a couple weeks now, three weeks or so. And so um dad uh, had a little bit of a, a run-in with uh uh, with he had a heart attack uh, so a few uh, weeks ago now and um so anyways came back home and uh he was fortunate enough that they caught it early and was able to get in for open heart surgery had a great surgery and so he's been battling the last i don't know three-ish weeks or so and and kind of uh well on the road now to recovery so Mayhew performer for sure is uh, my dad, Rocco. He's been battling. Um, it's obviously never easy to be sitting around, but especially um, when it's something like your heart, like it's never, it's just like, I looked at my surgery recovery from the ACL and I was like, dude, that's a piece of cake compared to what he's going through right now. So away from uh, the sporting uh, world, but close here, uh, uh, obviously to the fam. So shouting out Rocco for making you perform this week. Love that Roberto. Love that buddy. Yes. Just claps all around. Amazing stuff. You know, Rocco's not going down. Are you kidding me? Absolute animal. I love that. Good stuff. Tommy, you're you want to go last? Okay. Mine, this one's close to home. Lived Mine? down the street. Former guest, just recently committed to your school, Mason's school, to become a Nipissing Laker to play on the men's basketball team, Noel Lapier. Now, I heard rumblings about this a couple months ago, but I didn't want to throw it out there and I kept it quiet. This is probably like the only secret I've kept quiet ever. And now it's true. Otherwise I should have got it out on Twitter mace to get our, you know, should have broke the word. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Like our fake news. 
Yeah, like if you actually are credible. Oh, like, our, credibility. our credibility. Yeah, thank you. Hey. That's oh the word my. I was looking for. Jeez. I got Gatorade in my body right now. Anyways, Noel Lap here. Congratulations. Nipissing's got a good guard coming their way. So awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, for myself, boys, uh, this stays in the hockey rink. Um, and it goes out to Nolan Newton, who won it NOHA player of the year he plays for the u16 triple a uh nickel capitals did get to see him play quite a bit this season very nice player we will see him in the draft uh we're hearing high we're it's rumored to be a high pick so nohl player of the year i believe he he did have a great uh ohl cup as well that just uh, wrapped up so hats off to nolan newton all right Good stuff, nice boys. Jim. great me performance all the way around boys i love it um, okay, let's uh, move on to the weekly lift, and it's staying perfect segue. We're with OHL, and we're going to our OHL update right off the hop. Mason Money, is the Sioux still a wagon? Yeah, Sue's a wagon. Sue's going to the finals. Nice. They're I'm my okay. pick. Yeah. They're my pick, too. Like, that's it. They're winning it all. Okay, so let's. I think go. just following the the boys winning at their awards, seeing all the seniors, I I want them to win now. Okay. I don't I don't know if every OHL team's done like do routines like this. They all must. But do you see that video of the Greyhounds like in the locker room? How like in sync they are. You're telling me that's not a team that's like bonding, wanting to win, and don't care about anything else but that. No like doubt. McKay looks so showtime, it's ridiculous. And he has posted a pick, like you mentioned, Mace, for like graduating players. And I saw me uh McKay's dad out there, the doc, that's what they call him. So I think I think this was a wagon. <laughs> and that video of him in the locker room there got me going. So yeah. Um, so Sue is six four on in the last ten. Um, they are on a two-game win streak. They have clinched a playoff spot. They currently sit fourth. In the Western uh, Conference, three points behind Lendo. So if the playoffs were to start now, they would play Guelph. Um, so they also, Windsor's got their number. The past few weeks, Windsor's got their number. They beat them 5-3, 5-4, both at GFL Memorial Gardens. Um, they then did lose to SAG 2-1 at the Dow Event Center and then bounced back, beat them 9-3, beat Sarnia 8-2, um, and they play Sudbury on Friday, April 8th, which um we should be going to that game so we'll uh, we'll have to keep in touch on that boys um north bay is a they're a true they're like a true wagon they are uh, other they've than, been at the top i think all year though no tom they are 9-1-0 in their last 10 they are okay. on a four game win streak um they are and this just goes to show how good hamilton is yeah. north bay with that record is 13 points behind Hamilton. Wow. Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. But they are an absolute wagon. Um, I I mean, Mace, what a great city to go to. Um, our city is a wagon. doesn't matter what city I we're think, in. I think I'm now, yeah, cheering for North Bay again after <laughs> hearing those stats. How can you um, not think that that team's going to win the, the title? Yeah, while the only but, team that would stand in their way is a Hamilton Bulldogs team. That... Yeah, but nothing against Hamilton in the history of the OHL teams that oh, are Gio. 
teams that are loaded and load up on the deadline and have the best records usually don't win the league. Okay. I'm not saying Hamilton's not going to do that, but I still remember when our boy Brett was on that Sioux team that was, I think even more loaded than this team has like, had like nine guys in the NHL right now or something. So, and they didn't win the league. So you never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, over to our Sudbury Wolves. It's, it's tough go right now. We're not going to lie. The Sudbury Wolves are in a tough spot. Um, our boy Alex Ron went down with an injury too. So hopefully all is well um, with him. Um, the, you know, everything was looking great. They beat number one Hamilton at home. Franz scored in that game. Um, but they went on a little skid this weekend, um, losing to Missy uh, and Niagara. Um, they did beat Niagara today as we're recording on Tuesday. So they yep. beat, did beat Niagara, which is good. But they are a little bit of a ways away from Peterborough. They do have two games in hand. So they're seven points behind Peterborough. Two games in hand, they play um, the Sioux three times in North Bay once. Those are not teams you want to be playing when you're trying to get into the playoffs. Those are going to be tough games. But what I will say is Sudbury does seem to rise and play good when they play these top teams. It doesn't make sense, but they are been, they've been knocking off uh, quite a few of these teams. So don't count the Wolves out yet. They are on a little bit of a skid. They're 0-2-1. Won their last three and three, five, and two, oh, and two in their last 10. But don't count them out just yet. They're going to have to Chim- win, basically, win out. Yeah. And, Chim, I will say this I want to give credit to this team, too, because they have been down bodies all year, especially this weekend. Um, they ended up calling up Cam Walker and Jackson Medard, too, from. Uh, the Cubs, who are also getting ready for playoffs, playoffs too. Shout out the Cubs. They've been buzzing too right into playoffs. But um, you got to look at the coaching staff, and they've done a phenomenal job with the group that they have this year. Like, they went at the deadline and were sellers and, and traded away their big guns too. Um, you know, Tomer, the guys up front too, Stillman. And it's been the young guys running with it. Obviously, uh, Goyette has been far and away their best player this year. Um, Musty's been uh, a great player for them too this year as well. Um, but I, again, just a shout out to that whole coaching staff, uh, Stortz, Mox, Dunk. Like they've done a great job with the pieces that they've been given this year too. To be battling with the playoff spot is a lot more than I would have thought with the team on paper too. So um, shout out to them. And I think, again, they might have a tough schedule coming up. They might be down bodies, but I was watching the game earlier today to see how that team is battling. Like I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they start stealing points from teams like the Sioux in North Bay that might be taking their foot off the gas and resting guys as, uh, uh, as playoffs are starting to come up too. So don't be surprised if they play a little spoiler here as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Shout out to uh, Johnny, Johnny Tripodi, who's been giving me all the insights too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Good love, good lover of the show too. But yeah, he's been feeding me with all the stuff from the, uh, the last few games. Oh man. Love that. Was that pick sent in our group chat of like, the most goals scored by a rookie in a Wolves uniform, and it was Craig Duncanson. He had like, yeah, and yeah. fifteen. I, I could be wrong. I was trying to find it when you guys were talking, but like, I didn't realize how good Craig Duncanson was in the OHL. Like, dude, he went like, I'm pretty sure he was like a top three pick in the NHL. He was yeah. a first rounder to LA. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. I'm saying like he teared the OHL apart too. Like, I knew he did well, but I didn't think he had 
this many more points than Goyette did, right? And Goyette's top five rookie in the league right now, right? So Yeah, so I found so 83-84 season was Dunk's rookie year. He had 38 goals in 62 games. Uh Goyette has 31 in 62, and okay. that was as of yesterday. So okay. I don't know if he scored tonight. I could be wrong. Um he did score two tonight as well. Or no, sorry, I could be that's from uh, Sunday. So I don't know what he scored tonight, but still obviously in pretty good company. Hey, Dunks is like start to start scratching. Go ahead, like you're not breaking my record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, stat correction: Dunks was a top ten, not a top three pick. A top okay. ten. He went ninth overall to LA. Ninth okay. overall to LA. So yeah, good stuff there. Uh, yeah, so a lot going on in the OHL. We'll see what happens. Um, on to the next topic. Now, a topic I mentioned on last pod, but no one was around to talk about it. Canada soccer is going to the World Cup. It Saying those words like get sweeter every time I get to say them. It's actually unbelievable what has happened. Um, so proud to be a Canadian. So proud to see where this team has come from, this program, where it's come from. So I'll send it over to the fellow soccer guy on the pod, Roberto. What 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 are we what are we thinking here, man? I'd say mixed emotions. Obviously, extremely proud to be Canadian. A little disappointed to be Italian with them <laughs> winning Euros Bingo. and then not Bingo. not going to the world cup but from a canadian standpoint too i was watching some of the teams that they started in some of the early world cup qualifying and they are a completely different team than where they are now like john herdman has done a phenomenal job with this team too you look at the success he had with the canadian women's team now he's had with the canadian men's team um this team's gonna be lethal like they their group draw and i'm sure Tim, you're gonna get into it it's it's not crazy to think that they might actually win a game here in the world cup and be in contention to move on from the group stage so look out like i mean canada's gonna be going nuts when these games are played here but um yeah it's obviously a pretty exciting moment yeah well uh, like you mentioned about john herdman roberto like that guy, if honestly, I don't know where Canada's soccer would be if that guy wasn't around. Mm-hmm. He revives the women's program, gets him a bronze at uh, at the Olympics. I believe it was 2012. Then, you know, that core goes on to win a gold um, in 2021 in Tokyo. Um, so, I mean, what a fantastic team he did w- with them. And then he came back here and said he was going to revive um, the men's program, which he did tenfold. Like, it's actually crazy um tom what's your thoughts so i'm a little disappointed that this is not in the summer i feel like if this event was like july august when when it usually is when it usually is i was going to ask you that i have always remembered it like mid-summer yeah and personally no one really cares about their job in the summer because you know it's nice out we don't get really nice weather in Sudbury, and if that game was played out at like their first game for Canada is two o'clock, I think, right? I don't know what Qatar I, I, time is. Yeah, yeah. This no, it's two o'clock our time. So, okay. Could you imagine that? Like on a Thursday, people take half days. You know, you get everyone outside watching the game. Whatever it is, I'm a little disappointed it's not in the summer. But anyways, Canada's still going to the World Cup. I'm not that big of a soccer fan like you guys are, but I'm I'm amped up. I think we mentioned the coach, Jim. I've listened to interviews from Overdrive. All the interviews with, like, he was on with um, Breakfast Television with uh, Sid. So he's, I think their plan is, is to go, like, all out for game one and see what can happen. Right? Get a tie, get a win. I forget who they play game one, but they play the better of the three teams. So their group, their group, they 
they play Belgium, Morocco, and Croatia. So okay. Belgium's been ranked number one in the world for years. They got them game one. Years. They got them game, game one. one. Uh, Croatia is an older club now, but they didn't make uh, the finals in 2018. So good clubs are playing, but I would not count Canada out at yeah, all. No. I think they can play uh, like gangbusters 100%. It's going to be like almost forgotten now, though, because it's so long until November. Like it's we're going to yeah, be talking so Tom, about this. So barely the reason now. they did that because it's so hot um, in, okay. in Qatar. Okay. So they actually still have to air condition the stadium. That's it's still going to be hot when it when they go down. There. It's crazy. Ooh, it's that crazy. is yeah. dash one Canada, I think, early, though. Eh? Well, but the guys, the players for the players, it doesn't matter. They play in hot okay. temperatures anyway. So, yeah, he was also mentioning that there could be a chance that someone younger comes out of nowhere and they can like, he can like make the team. I'm like, I thought it's like the guys that just won now, but no, he's got, good... I, is, I don't know when they submit the roster, um, but he's got up until a certain amount of time before the world cup, like, uh, like almost right before to submit the roster. So yeah. he could keep developing, right. You know, you don't know. Keep in mind, they did this all. They were on top of world cup qualifying. They did it all without the last few games without Alfonso Davies, their best player by far plays on one of the best teams in Europe, one of the best yep. teams in the world. And he wasn't he, there and they did it just, without him. So he just got cleared to start playing again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so for the champions and, league or whatever with Bayern. So yeah, hundred percent. So also Tom, you're talking about, we're not going to hear from, they are playing in the all nations cup, right? right. Uh, all nations cup. I think that's what's called nations. league, it, Something like that. Yeah. All nations. I think. Yeah. And then um, they also play uh, – they're going to have to play some European teams. They're going to try and make some friendlies. Because as crazy as it sounds, in the history of Canada soccer, I don't think they've played many European teams. They've never played no. Croatia. They've never played Belgium. The only team in that group they played is Morocco in 2016. So it's crazy. There's, but the best situation for this team is there's absolutely nothing to lose. You can go there. Like, them just going there is – good enough for this country right now, I would say. I don't know. I'm not a diehard soccer fan, but probably the next thing is what? For them to score a goal, who is that going to be? Them to win a game, and then see if they can get out of the division. I don't know. 100%. 100%. Exciting for soccer, though. Yeah. Mace, anything on Canada soccer, buddy? Good? Okay. And it's Uh, it's the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Yeah. Not the I remember. I remember hearing that CONCACAF. Yep. Okay. Good stuff. Um, All right. Let's move on uh, to the March Madness National Championship, Kansas over UNC. Um, what a crazy game. I watched start to finish. Absolutely nuts. Tom, what do you got? So I don't know if I mentioned this. I think I did a couple pods ago. But the pressure for these guys, Jim, they're actually younger than us. And it's crazy to say that because we're not getting old, but. We're getting a little bit older every day because these guys are like 18, 19 shooting free throws with on national television. But I mean, we, we I think I was texting you the day of the game. We wanted it to be close and we got a close game out of it. Kansas at halftime was down 15 points and obviously they were favored to start the game to win. But, you know, they made a good run um, to come back and obviously hold the lead at the end there. It's just it's crazy to me how much like how big these schools are in the states compared to like you know our top end universities like carlton men's basketball team just won youth sports 
and like I saw maybe like one tweet about it but it's like obviously it's not comparable because it's like the NCAA is like the high-end basketball but you know what I mean it's ridiculous so it's funny you mentioned that Tom. I was thinking what if like Canadian school just started out like full-ride scholarships like all this fun yeah like started making it like a d d carlton's like thing. the super what, team man what, like they, i know they, be, they I, win every year so i know but like, what 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 do you guys think that's a, a topic i'd like to bring up what do you guys think if the canadian school started offering like big money to well to it players? would make it would make schools more like more people from the states would come here like the lower end players that don't get their their top end schools they want to go they'll maybe come here you know what i mean and maybe keep some of the Canadians here too. I think the issue there is funding and then like the equitability yeah. too. On like, if you're offering the a lot of uh, the full ride plus for like the men's side, like you have to do it on the women's side too, right? Yep. And like, yep. I, 100%, that's fair. It's just then the issue is like, where are these schools pulling money from? And then you look at the parity of schools is going to go even worse. Like, Laurentian's not going to be pulling out full rides for, you know, 24 people so uh, is it just going to get worse with the parody too i don't know true true uh that st peter's you know that 15 seat i think has a smaller student population than laurentian it's crazy no. so i mean you see that made that so run. it was nuts and don't get me wrong get, it was a it they're was gonna a great get tournament, a like, boatload of money that team that st peter's team a yeah. boatload of like what they did with loyola it, I love be... watching the I love watching the finals though. Like I still remember yeah. like Frank Kaminsky when he was with Wisconsin there. Like all the, the finals MVP games team, you remember. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, good stuff, boys. All right, uh, let's move on to the MLB. <laughs> so the insider Zach Matson has like since the start of the offseason has said. The Blue Jays are going to be the best team in baseball. The Blue Jays will be making a run to the World Series. This The time is now for them. Um, obviously, it is. This team is unbelievable on paper. I cannot wait to see them when meaningful baseball starts. Although, when is baseball actually meaningful? Like, what, August, September? You know, Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, obviously... I mean, they're going to be so much fun to watch. We'll all, I'm sure we'll all get at least one Jays game in at least this summer. So, and I know Mason is almost turning into the season ticket holder. So talk to us, Mason. Well, I looked at, I looked at it. Um, No, go on Saturday. My buddy's got a bunch of tickets, so he's bringing us. And yeah, the pitching's there, the hitting's there, every like defense is there. Matheson sold me on it. Uh, I took out a nice future for the Jays to win the division. I think nice. they're well on their way to do, but honestly, yeah, like I think pitching is the biggest thing and they got Barreos. Um, what's the new guy? Godman. Can we, can we uh, get a fact check on that? Gosman. 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 And then Gosman, Manoa's yeah. great. Yep. I don't know. Like it, it looks... you went from the race to like their four spot. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> it's exciting. It all to looks watch. good on paper. Like Jim said. And that's, now they have their own, they're back home. Like they're not playing the, in three different th- three different exactly. uh, cities. I, it's obviously exciting. And I know everyone wants to see them go to World Series, but I remember, and I, I think this team is way better than the team that was, that was supposed to go with R.A. Dickey and all that. I think this team is way better, younger, all that. But I'm just saying, let's not get our hopes up all the way. Yeah. But I will say, Mace, you made a fantastic point. That team, even last year, would have made the playoffs if they played 
in the Rogers Center the entire year. So now they're going to get to do it this year. You know, it's going to, it's going to be awesome to see. Yeah. The uh, they retired the jacket, the home run jacket. They did. Sadly. Okay. Yeah. That's that. That is a sick jacket. Uh, who was who was telling me yesterday? Maybe um, one of my brother's buddies was at the bat flip game, and it was like the loudest it's like ever been. Like he remember talking to like a camera guy that was you know doing television or whatever. He was saying his camera lens was shaking from like the vibration of like the bat flip from like how loud the stadium was. Like I was sorry, wasn't Daw- wasn't Dawson I don't know how I don't know how Probably, I just went yeah. to the bat flip there, it, boys. It, <laughs> well, you're bringing up great memories from uh, playoff runs. From, that was the first playoff run we got to see the Jays right. be in. Also, so, their head coach will be 100 in with the Blue Jays. He just re-signed a contract, so yeah. he was about to go in. He was about to go into this year, maybe not get a deal out of it if they wouldn't have won or whatever it is, but they re-signed him. All he cares about players is, coach. He's a players coach. Exactly. Guys love all he cares about him. is so, winning now. So yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick to see, boys. Um, all right. On to our interview. Um, and our interview today was with Katie Chomiak. She is another member of the Nipissing women's hockey team that made that historical run uh, from Sudbury. It was a, a great chat with her about the run and her career. And um, we always love getting women's hockey, women's sports on this podcast. Um, so it was awesome to get another one back-to-back episode. So we'll send it off to Katie Chomiak. Ladies and gentlemen, from Sudbury, Ontario, this individual is a former SO Cup silver medalist for the Sudbury Lady Wolves in 2018-19 and also spent some time in the PWHL playing for the Mississauga Hurricanes. Just recently, she took home a silver medal at the U Sports National Championship in Charlottetown, PEI, where she represented Nipissing University in a historical run that no other Nipissing sports team has accomplished. Another reason why Mason and I have made a fantastic choice of attending Nipissing University, we are pleased to welcome to the Behind the Bench podcast, Katie Chomiak. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, we're... <laughs> that was so long. <laughs> She was well, smiling the whole time. I think you did a good job, buddy. Good really job. really hyping me up there. Oh, my God. Well, exactly. We got to start firing off all cylinders right up the hop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Katie, what, what's up right now? What, what are you up to? Oh, nothing, really. Like, hockey's, like, all done now. We're not practicing. So, like, I'm basically just, like, getting ready for all my exams and, like, all the other assignments that I do. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So obviously, Kay, I think it's in now a couple weeks um, that you guys have been to Nashville. Take us through that experience. What what was it like being there? Um, it was really cool. Like I've never really like, been anywhere except for like Toronto. Like I've only been on a plane once before. Um, and like I'm really afraid of flying now that I, like <laughs> I know that about myself. I'm like I'm not like that. <laughs> the way back was awful like I thought I was gonna puke like it was awful um but actually like Charlottetown was like so like beautiful like so many coffee shops like little like jewelry shops like it was and they were all like walking distance from our hotel so we would all just kind of like whenever we had like downtime which is like not very often like we would just kind of like go walk around and explore so it was kind of cool yeah, no doubt. PI, that's a bucket list. I, I definitely want to head out to, to PI. It's beautiful there. What what don't you like about planes, Katie? Is it the takeoff? Is it like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I just I I looked out the window and I like I saw water and I was like, oh shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't man. know. It was 
I did not like him at all. <laughs> all right. That's funny. Well, it's safe to say we won't see Katie on a, on a plane, you know, too too often. <laughs> Only when she needs to go to a national championship. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Nationals and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, love that. Um, so taking it back to the start of the year, Katie, did, did you know – that this team had what it took to make this historical run? Like, was it a goal years to make it this far as a team? Like, what, what was the vibe uh, at the start of the year? Um, well, I wasn't really sure because, like, obviously, I, like, I played on Laurentian last year. So, like, I don't really know. Like, I didn't have a lot of experience of, like, what a good team was in the OUA. Like, um, but I knew everybody was, like, really good. Like, I could tell just by, like, from our practices and stuff, you know, um, and, like, as we started kind of, like, going on with the season, um, I don't know. We just, like, started, like, started to gel. And then it was hard, though, because we had, like, six games for a semester. That's it. And then we kind of had, like, two months off, like, December. And then, like, January, we had, like, all those, like, COVID restrictions. So then, like, we were not even, like, together for, like, two months. And then, like, after that, we just kind of, like, I don't know. We just kind of like dialed in, like. <laughs> so yeah, I had no idea though that we were gonna do that. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's like one of the craziest seasons to think about, right? Like, so that t- two months off, d- you guys like weren't on the ice at all, or what was that about? Like there was, I think, like I know some girls like went to the ODR and stuff, and like I went to the ODR like a couple times. <laughs> like I go hard at the ODR. <laughs> if you ever heard of there. <laughs> Nip you practicing at the ODI, I love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but, like, I remember, like, I don't think I was on the ice for, like, a month at one point. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and I'm, like, it was brutal because I'm, like, all these other, I think, like, even PW was, like, able to practice and stuff, and, like, we weren't because, like, we're not elite or whatever, like, all that, so. Right. That was, like, the tough, tough part, but, like, whatever <laughs> right well it was a full full sprint full sprint when you guys got back and obviously it paid off tom did you guys have to do any zoom workouts i i assume so <laughs> oh like <laughs> no we do not do that we have this like app and you kind of just like track on that but oh for sure you track oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no like a lot of the girls are like this is probably the best team of like fitness that i've been on like everybody is like in really good shape like there's nobody who's like out of shape on this team right yeah right so you mentioned Laurentian earlier like talk let's talk a little bit about the transition from Laurentian to Nipissing like how was that for you obviously joining a new team for the first time um yeah like that whole transition was pretty crazy but it was like pretty like obviously I knew Burge and like she's the one who actually like texted me Cause I guess when uh, when we folded, um, Turk like asked Burge if she knew anyone from Sudbury like on that team, and like she knew me obviously, so like she just reached out, and then like I emailed Turk, and like he was like, if you want to come play, you can come play. So then I did. But yeah, 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 worked out. So 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 this year for you on an individual standpoint, how did you think you did? Obviously, you had seven points in fourteen games, but how was this year for you? Um. It was like, I feel like I always kind of start off slower and especially with only having six games in the first semester. And then like, we basically had like a month and a half, two months off or whatever. And I was kind of like, 
like and I only got one point I think I got one assist in those six games so I was kind of like being hard on myself like oh like I should have like scored by then or whatever um but then I don't know at the end kind of like when we were in playoffs and like all there I just kind of felt like I was like buzzing (laughs) (laughs) Buzzing. that was like my word yeah hey points don't matter Katie come on points do not matter no and you know what I said um I was saying to one of my friends like oh I hope you score and I was like like they're saying this to me at nationals and I was like I don't even care if like I score like it's not even about me at this point like it's about if we win like I don't care who scores like I want somebody to score yeah yeah I love that love that that's awesome um and obviously I mean what a run like and it it was all in a matter of three games I I remember we're talking to to Berger about it um just like how you guys kind of dialed it in like you said and you beat UFT which was a big win uh I I know that so take us through those two games heading into the OUA finals that you guys pulled off against or uh UFT I believe is Ryerson so yeah take us through those yeah so um Ryerson we played I think we beat them 4-1 or 3-1 maybe I forget but um Ryerson like I just felt like we were going in like with a good mentality like we're like okay like like we want to do this like we really wanted to do this and it's like you can't just like have the mentality of like oh I want to win or like like I hope we win it's like no we need to win like it's like kind of you need to have that like urgency so like I feel like we did that because it's like there's no series it's like one and done so you kind of have to like dial in for like that game so yeah yeah and like how nerve-wracking were those games like obviously in a normal season you have you have like a series to maybe like make up for games I lost but this is like you said is one and done so like how on edge on edge was everyone during those games? Um, like I don't sleep at night when we were having those games. Like <laughs> I literally I'm like up at night and I'm like, I can't I, like I get so nervous. Um, but yeah, it's like it's crazy because it's like you can't afford to have a bad game. Like right. in, like the way it's set up, like you have to always be like mentally and physically prepared. And like if you have a bad game, like you're done. So I think that's kind of like the mentality that like we were having was like we need to like make sure that we're doing our routines that we do and that we're consistent in our routines um so that we're like ready to go basically. yeah 100% and then you knock off U- UFT and then play play Brock and OUA championship what what was that game like the finals um yeah that's that was like a mental breakdown I think of our team like um our team is very skilled and very fast, but, like, I think sometimes, like, especially with Brock, like, we didn't really know what to expect, and I think we were kind of expecting, like, someone who wasn't as strong, um, which, uh, like, you know, again, how I was saying before, it's, like, we almost had the mentality, like, okay, we're gonna win, like, we know, right, right, it's not, like, it's not, like, okay, but they're still gonna put up a fight, or, like, you know what I mean? So we kind of just were like expecting to win when we like didn't really fight for it, I guess. So it was gotcha. Tough. Yeah. I was honestly more sad when we lost against in like the finals for Brock, like more than nationals. Like, cause I'm like, at least like we could have won like a gold there, you know? Right. No, a hundred percent. Nationals kind of like bonus to everything. Right. I, yeah. I'm assuming that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, and I don't know what, 
knowing that you're going to nationals, did that play into anything? Like, you know, even if we lose this game, was that kind of like a setback? Yeah. Like we're going to head to nationals anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like this, this game didn't matter almost like that's yeah. almost what it like. Not that it was that, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like people were kind of thinking that like not everybody, obviously, but like, for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Where we wanted to go, I guess. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. And obviously down there, you guys are ranked the sixth seed end up making uh, the finals, which is absolutely uh, fantastic. So take us through, you know, those, I believe is three games you got to to play there. And I believe you had an apple in the four, nothing game against um, the university of New Brunswick. So take us, take us through those games. Yeah, so the first game we went to, so, like, we played at, I think we played at, like, seven the first game or something, and so there was another team on before us, and I remember, like, going out to the rink and, like, looking, just, like, watching the game or whatever, and I'm, like, holy, like, these are, they're good, like, (laughs) I was, like, oh, my God, like, I'm, like, what did I sign up for? No, but, uh, (laughs) I was, like, they're really good, like, and I think that the game, whoever was playing there, they went to overtime. And, like, I knew it was going to be, like, I knew at this point in the season, like, it's, like, everybody is good here now. It's mm. not about, it's not about, like, um, skill anymore. Like, you can't, like, you know, you can't do your fancy toe drags anymore. It's, like, now it's just about working hard and, like, being mentally prepared. I think that was, like, for me, that was, like, what was more important than, like, I knew I was physically ready to go. Like I was always physically ready to go, but I think like being mentally ready was like more important for me just because there's so much pressure in those games. So 100%. we beat, uh, oh my God, who did we play? <laughs> you played UBC, UBC and, yeah. and nice beat them one nothing yeah. in OT. I yeah. got the game. Actually, Katie, oh I, yeah, I got to, I, I got the game notes here and I saw LaBerge had a delay a game. We didn't oh, ask her about it. No. But do we do you remember what that delay a game was? I think I think she was I think we were stuck in our end. I could be totally wrong, but I think we were stuck in our end. She just tried to like kind of flip it out, like not ice it, but like flip it out so it wouldn't be icing, but it went out like Oh okay. I didn't know they that's, called that. Yeah. What are we okay. in the NHL? That's a yeah. <laughs> no kidding. No, yeah, like I actually think that's what it was, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Okay, cool. Oh man, that's wicked. Yeah. And then you play uh University of New Brunswick and slap them for nothing. Like go in that game, like playing against a, again another top team and you beat them handedly. Like how, how did that feel? Like you guys felt like you belong there type thing? Yeah, like, when we beat them, like, 4 nothing, I was kind of, like, surprised because, um, you know, you're at Nationals. You don't really, like, expect to see a score like that. And I know, like, like Brock got, like, killed, like, 7 nothing against, like, Concordia, I think, or something. And, like, there was teams who were getting, like, like 8 nothing, 6 nothing, whatever it was. So, um, yeah, I was kind of, like, not surprising, but like I was kind of like you know you don't really expect that you think they're gonna be all close games like how it was with uh, UBC, but uh, no, it was like a good like confidence boost I guess for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hundred percent. Also checking the game notes here, you did have a cross checking penalty. I don't know if there was some rough stuff happening <laughs> uh, d- during the game, but I just noticed that. <laughs> uh, probably, I don't even remember honestly. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Actually, I do remember this. No. And then I came off and then I said, I turned to, uh, I think it was Maggie, Maggie McKee. Um, and I was like, was that a bad penalty? And she was like, 
no, Turk think that Turk thought that was a bad call or whatever. I was like, <laughs> there you go. You're good. You're in the clear. <laughs> oh man, that's unreal. And obviously you guys make the finals, but lose to Concordia. Um, but I mean, obviously like what a run, like what, what was it like playing in a national championship final? Um, yeah, it was like, it was like super hype. Like yeah. <laughs> it was really like intense. Like, even our um our goalie coach he's like he's like a bit younger like he's like like some of the girls on the team are like older than him but he's like like it's just funny because like I'll go outside and like tape my stick or whatever and I just see like he's got like his headphones in and he's like looking at the ground like getting like <laughs> for the game I'm like okay like yeah so yeah it was really cool though and like like tough we lost but like I wasn't even really upset because I'm like you know what like that's like the best our school's ever done. So, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent like history upon history. What, what you guys did. Um, and you mentioned him a few times is, is Turk, the Darren Turcott. So what was his message throughout this whole year? And, and how was, how was it like playing for, for him? Yeah. Turk is, uh, Turk's a funny guy. I love Turk though. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's good. He like before the finals, he was like we were because we always have like team meetings before our games just like pre-scout and stuff and um he was like no matter what the outcome is like we've won we've already won like we've already won something here just like won by being here and like win or lose tonight like we're still getting like a silver medal or a gold medal so it was kind of like he had a good attitude about like the game and stuff so yeah love that love that so now let's dial it back into like the SO Cup. So let's talk a little bit about this year. And like, what, did you feel any pressure going into the season that you guys knew that you guys were to be the host of this tournament? Um, yeah, I I remember feeling pressure about that. Like, cause I don't, I didn't want to be like. I always heard people saying like, "Oh, the host team like sucks always," and hey. like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. Oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's true. Most of the time they do. Yeah, no, cause like. Like, even when we were at, like, in PEI, though, like, UPEI, I think they got, like, slapped, like, 6 nothing or something. Wow, so okay. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, like, not – it's, like, normal, I think, for the host team to be not as good. So, um, you know, you don't want to go there and then, like, get embarrassed. So, I think, like, Jay and, like, Mike that year, like, they really, like, like bringing back, like, Milan and, like, Alex and kind of, like, getting people to come back to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like our team was like stacked. Like I think we were like twenty one and one that season. Like we lost like one. I think we lost our last game against like the arrows. Like we we were winning like all year. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of pressure to win provincials. I feel and like you you guys did win provincials though, right? Yeah, that we year? did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so perfect. So you yeah. earned your spot then. Yeah, we earned our spot there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so that finals game, I, uh, Alex, I don't even know if you were there. I think you were there. Yeah, I, I think I was. I can't remember. That's, yeah, that's the busiest I've ever seen countryside. So talk to us about that finals game and like the excitement having you know family and friends there. How was that for you? Yeah, it was really cool. Like, and uh, it's just like it's nice that like your whole family could come. Like, like my mom came to PI, which was nice um to watch but like then you know all your friends can come like all your family so like it was really nice to have everybody there it was also really nerve-wracking because like 
like girls like when you're playing like girls hockey like it's nobody comes <laughs> to watch your games so to have like full stands full at countryside yeah. I was kind of like holy like I don't want to make a mistake like kind of was kind of nervous at first to like mess up I guess but yeah gotcha and what would you say the main difference between national championship or like OUA is compared to like the SO Cup? Um, honestly, they're pretty similar, like in the way it was set up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like pretty similar. But the, the one bad thing about um, like in PI was that our dressing rooms with like the other team, like I would go outside and like you know, whatever, tape my stick or whatever. And like the other team would walk right by me because our dressing rooms were like right beside each other. So it was like in countryside, like, I don't know if like the dressing rooms are more spaced out. Space so out yeah. like have that room, but like where we were, the arena was like, there was only like one, like, or there was like two halls to the, to the rink. So like everybody kind of had to like, if you were on like the same side, you kind of had to like be around each other, which was like, like kind of awkward but like yeah <laughs> yeah no, 100% you want me to go to Jim well just a couple questions about that yeah. SO run before we move on um yeah. first of all you guys had a sick goal song I remember it was jump from Van Halen that was oh, unreal yeah. Yeah. oh yeah it, when that pl- yeah, I, I never that <laughs> I, I I remember countryside just bumping when you guys were scoring that song would come on um but yeah I guess my my question for you is like do you see was there a big difference between like OUA hockey and like the top of like midget hockey do you you see a lot of those similar girls play um at the OUA level um I think there is a really big jump especially if you're playing if you're playing midget double a and you want to go to OUA I think that's a really big jump and I think if you're going from PW to OUA it's like not as much like it's not as a big jump but um that's why I went to go play PW actually was just to like kind of develop more. And I think I really did develop while I was there. Um, but yeah, like midget double A compared to OUA is very, very different. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I mean, you transition it perfectly. You, you had, you had to Mississauga to play in the PW. Um, so what was it like moving away? I'm assuming it was the first time moving away from home. And what, what was that all like for you? Yeah. Like it was, um, it was like good at first and then like my school there was like like I don't know if you've like ever heard of like Gonzaga I went there and it was like super like Catholic school like I went to Llewellyn and it was like <laughs> and like I was like they knew I played hockey and they're like yeah whatever like um and then I went to this like Gonzaga school and it was like um I'm like crying to my chemistry teacher because I'm like I don't know what's going on like <laughs> um so my like it was just hard schooling um because all those kids are trying to get into U of T right everyone's like really competitive and I'm like I'm just here to play like, hockey like, I really <laughs> <laughs> like sorry I don't really care um but yeah I, I was really homesick so eventually I didn't even finish the season there just because like I was really homesick so then I came home and but yeah, it was good. Like it was like the hockey was good. <laughs> right. For, for sure. I think, so I think COVID ended up happening that year too. Right. So I was like, it kind of worked out that kind of way. Yeah. So what, what was it like? Um, obviously about like a year and a bit off 
before ever playing another like university game for NIP. Um, obviously, a, a lot of time off with COVID. What was it like just staying fit and, and getting on the ice during COVID? Yeah, it was like like stressful because you didn't really know like what was going to happen next because like things kept getting pushed back. And actually, like when I was um, going from Laurentian to Nipissing, it wasn't like a hundred percent sure that I was going there just because like I, I was like in nursing or like I was going to do nursing or whatever. Um, but then obviously that's like a really competitive program. He can't just kind of like squeeze me into it. So like it wasn't really for sure that I was coming and it was actually super last minute that I came to Nipissing. So like I wasn't even I didn't even like train the summer before I came here. Okay. Um, I kind of out of shape, but like I got back into shape pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he went back into shape and uh, <laughs> yeah. no, it was, yeah, it was kind of stressful though, but no, it was no doubt. Yeah. Did, was there any ever thought Katie to like, maybe just call it a career? Cause I know a lot of people during that gap, like OHL, OUA, even like AAA just stopped playing this, like any sport they were playing. Like, did that ever cross your mind? Yeah. Like I, well, like I was like basically in um, June, like Turk, we were trying to like, he was trying to like get me into nursing or whatever. And like, yeah, like, like I said, you can't just like put, you just can't just like put someone into nursing cause it's like so competitive. And right. um, uh, so I was like, okay, hey, well, I'm not gonna come if I can't do the program I want. Cause like, that's the whole point of me going to school. So um, yeah, like then I, he's like, yeah, I can't get you in or whatever. So then like all the summer goes by and I'm like, well, well there's no point in me like training like you know training as if I'm going to go play hockey like I was right. still kind of like running or whatever I was doing CrossFit for a bit and then I kind of stopped doing that but um and then I think it was literally like September 1st Turk calls me out of nowhere I haven't heard of, I haven't like heard from him since like June and he's like oh like I got you into nursing do you want to come play still and I was like I guess so. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah, it was really last minute. And like, I was like, well, I haven't been training all summer, just so you know. And then he's like, he's like, it's okay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, safe to say it was a good decision hockey wise. Yeah. 100%. Super, yeah. Like it was super last minute, but yeah. Right. And I mean, you, you were set to play for LU hometown. I, I see you, you're on, you're on LU's roster. So the final roster of LU's hockey yeah. <laughs> hockey's existed. So um, yeah. what, what, what was it like get, getting the news there? Like that they were cutting the program. I'm sure, you know, obviously you didn't get to play a game for them, but what, what was it like, you know, around, around, uh, uh, around the hockey community and, and the team? It was like really unexpected actually, because we like, Stacy was like telling me about recruits and like she's like oh I have recruits coming and like maybe you could like you know meet with them and like whatever and I'm like yeah whatever we can do that and uh anyway then we get his uh an email I remember we got an email and it was like mandatory or emergency zoom or something like super weird like that and um so yeah we went on that zoom and it was literally like half an it was like we got the email at like two and then the zoom was at like two 30. So it was like right away. And, um, as soon as I logged onto the zoom and I saw everyone's face, like I, like, or especially when I saw like Stacy's face and stuff, like she's looking down and like, I just knew like, I was like, Oh, cause like there had been rumors and stuff. Right. But, and like, people were like, 
yeah it was like on a zoom like everybody's already like super like disconnected and then like to like get that news on zoom it was pretty tough and people were like crying um but like yeah it was it's pretty sad for like Sudbury a hundred percent like I think it's pretty bad that like you can't Sudbury's such a big town and like you can play there's no like junior team like there's no you know like there's midget double a but like there's no university there's nothing you can really go on to like you'll have to move away so like that's kind of sad I feel for the younger girls but you're you're bang on key I I tell Tom that all the time I said North Bay does it like way better than us like tenfold like facility wise i'm sure the facilities are phenomenal there and and everything like and and north bay is like half the maybe a quarter size of Sudbury. so yeah yeah it's like it's that's like a huge upset for like girls hockey like 100 percent. yeah so let's talk a little bit more about north bay how is it away from hockey to live in that city it's uh yeah that's like the last place i like thought i would end up to be honest with you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um now that i'm here i'm like well like i actually really like living in a small town because like i don't really like do it like i don't really like go out or anything like, <laughs> yeah. whole, like my whole team like, kind of just like boring because like there's no like downtown core like how there is in Sudbury. like you just kind of like go to like we just have like team parties or whatever gotcha um but yeah, like it's super like when, even when uh, I don't know if you saw on Instagram or anything, but like we uh, when we got home, like from our trip, like mm-hmm. all those kids were there waiting for us. Like they like love our team. Like it's so cute. So it's like nice to be in a small community like that. But yeah. Didn't, yeah. Didn't you guys just do something with the North Bay Ice Bolts? Did I see that right on Twitter? Yeah. So we had like a little public skate with them. And then we, um, I think it was yesterday, we went to like the Ice Bolts, like midget double A game. They were playing Sudbury. And then like all the other little, like little Ice Bolt girls were there and they like like, wanted our autographs and stuff. (laughs) That's awesome. You guys are famous. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did you you sign any autographs, Katie, or what? Yeah, a few. oh man love that um so a little, little more on the schooling side like how big obviously nursing is a, a tough program and so i guess t- take us through how how busy it is during the year and how do you kind of juggle it with hawk oh yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah if you're not organized like if you're not organized and like if you do not know how to communicate like you're like you will not succeed like um I am always like talking to people like I'm always like planning ahead I don't know if you use google calendar but like that is like my savior (laughs) (laughs) and like edit it really quick like so there's one other girl who's or two other girls um who were both we're all in nursing together so we're kind of all like struggling together but yeah it's super busy um with like clinical especially right Uh, it's just like tiring. Like when you go to clinical, you're, it's like you're working. So it's like really tiring. Like I remember um, one time, one day we had like on Tuesdays, we would have practices at like 930 at night. So, and like sometimes we would have one during the day at like 
two or like one or two. So I remember I had practice from like one to two and then I had to be at clinical at 2.30 to like eight or something. Yeah, 2.30 to eight. And then I had to go to practice at like 9.30 to 10.30. And then, yeah, it's just like- Exhausting. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. yeah, it is. So like, if you're not like, like if you're not fully like committed to like what you're gonna, what you're like doing, you're gonna, you know- not enjoy your life probably <laughs> yeah no 100% yeah and and how, how do you enjoy nursing like clinical obviously getting to work in there like how do you like it so far yeah I actually really like it like it's very like eye-opening experience um especially like, the first time I ever like went in and saw a patient like um you know you don't really like realize until like you see like how vulnerable these people are so mm-hmm. Really eye opening for me, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Big appreciation for nurses. Like, I don't know how you guys do it. It's nuts. <laughs> um, Katie, what's the plan for the summer? You, um, I think you're coming home, but are you staying in North Bay? Did that ever cross your mind? Uh, it did cross my mind, but um, yeah, no, I'm gonna come home. So yeah. you're gonna come home and train. Are you gonna train at the basement this year? No, Oliver doesn't want me to. <laughs> him <laughs> as if i said te- i tell him all the time i'm like yeah i'm gonna come train with you and tommy and brett <laughs> why not we'd welcome you you and, I, you and i will be partners <laughs> there you go perfect. We, we don't like we don't like oliver anyways no i'm kidding <laughs> um, I, I, I have the question here i have to ask you so last summer you were his caddy for a golf tournament is that right yeah I don't know, understand how you had the patience to do that. <laughs> are, are you much of a golfer? Hey, yourself? she's going to be a nurse. She's got to have lots of pain. That's a great test is being a caddy. <laughs> no, like, I don't know anything about golf. So I'm just like, I was just trying to be like, you know, I'm just trying to like, because he's a gone. Girlfriend. Yeah. He's gone for so long. And I'm like, well, I'll just come and like, like I would walk and I would, we would walk the 18 holes and like, you know, I would turn on my Apple watch and I'm like, there, that's my workout for the day. Like, you burned so many calories. <laughs> he, he was so funny. I, st- I still remember like the week of that tournament. He was like telling our trainer, John, he's like, I can't be doing like this. I can't be doing that. I don't want to be sore. I'm like, Ollie, you're going to be fine at some junior tournament. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he. I've never met somebody so competitive. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I'm like, this isn't even like your sport. Like, like hockey is your sport. Like, it's just something you do for fun. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, yeah very competitive but yeah he he's been dying for i'm not sure if you know that we run like these golf matches for the podcast and like he's been texting me whenever i do that he wants a match against me and alex so maybe we will see you there katie maybe yeah. you can be a part of our team to get under oliver honestly, honestly i should yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. love it uh, uh, any interest in you playing golf are you a golfer have you tried tried has ollie tried getting in it yeah, like I've tried. I've gone to like the golf simulator before. Okay. And like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's really embarrassing because like I feel like I should be good because I play hockey and it's like, <laughs> I'm just like awful. And like, I don't even want to embarrass myself by like, <laughs> I feel like I'm too old at this point. So I'm like, okay, I'll body. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> oh, man. That's too good. It is a tough game to pick up. It is a tough game yeah. for sure. Hard, um, like, yeah. <laughs> It's not easy at all. Um, all right, Kitty. Last thing before we let you go, it's our fast five. So it's five rapid fire questions. Whatever comes to the top of your head, let it rip. Um, and I'll send it over to Tom to, to go here. 
Thank you. What's your favorite show or movie? Oh, God. Sorry, this isn't very quick. Um, I put show and movie purposely. And movie. Come on. Uh, <laughs> or movie, one or the other. I'll say, like, like Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your uh, dream travel destination? You don't like planes, so Sudbury when I come home. Yeah, my bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my dream destination. Maybe like Paris. Okay. 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 What is the wind song in the room? Our wind song. Oh my god! I don't even know what the name of it is. I just know how it goes. <laughs> And I don't want to sing it for you. But... <laughs> That's fine. Cool. Do you do you like the wind song? I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Um, what's your nickname along the team? Um, Chom Chomer. Chomer. Okay. And what's your favorite Sudbury restaurant? Uh, probably like Buzzies oh or my like. God what that's a new answer no that's it we've never had buzzies before that is awesome really or like cuppa joe like yeah okay cool good so usually we get like p&ms is like out of you know 100 podcasts we'll do probably 90 of them will be yeah. p&ms so i'm happy yeah. you chose something different i've actually like been to p&ms once okay like, i think it's pretty expensive eh? yeah it's, it, it is for the you know not upper echelon but it, it is you, it, there's a little bit of an expensive taste there for sure good date night spot take notes ollie there you go <laughs> uh well, well listen katie thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us i mean awesome run you guys went on and y- your story's nuts like from not playing hockey to showing up september 1st and and going on a run with them to national championship it's it's phenomenal so keep doing what you're doing i know uh Burge did say that the team is going to look good next year too as well so hopefully you guys do make it back to back but uh yeah best of luck and we'll always be cheering you on here from btb so uh thanks for coming on we appreciate it thank you (laughs) all right that was the interview with katie chomiak tom Thank you. That interview with Katie Chomiak was sponsored by Silvercross. Silvercross Subbury is ran by the best people from the Subbury region. They sell new and recycled home and healthcare equipment. From stair, stair lifts to scooters, you name them, they got them. Silvercross Subbury is ran by first class people in the name of Dean and Chantel Jaglin, and they proudly serve North Bay, Espanola, the Manitoulin Island District, and of course here in Subbury where they are located on 760 Notre Dame Avenue. Call them at 705-222-0700 for any healthcare need, and they will hook you up. My boy, Tom. Well done. Thanks, man. Well done. I haven't done it. feels like, like I haven't done said, that in a while, but it's like, like... Like we said, we hope we, we got a lot of flack on Tom sounding terrible. So yeah, I think Tom yeah. sounds crisp. Um, Thank you. So th- thanks to Silver Cross for that. Um, all right. Off to uh, our corny segment for today. It is a, another corny's Would You Rather with Tom. Yes, yes. Before we get to that, let's talk to you about corny's. Shout out to the whole Courtney's family. Shout out to Bill Courtney, our guy. They have re-upped with BTB for another year, supporting us. We love supporting the local brand. They've been taking care of us. Um, without them, you know, 
a, a lot of this stuff that you see now wouldn't be possible. So um, we're, we're so excited um, to be with them once again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Courtney's. Um, obviously, this, they're a legendary family business. They've been serving somebody for over 45 years. QOP offers all things, office supplies and more. They're locally driven, customer focused and offer everyday low prices that are affordable and offer the best quality. You can visit their store at 67 Elm downtown online or at www.cornies.com. Go check them out. All right. Yes. Tom's would so, you rather? So I got? got one, two, three, four, five, five would you rathers. And I want everyone to answer these. Okay. I took my time. I made sure these are crisp. Okay. So the first one I got for you boys, would you rather watch a regular season game courtside or a high stakes playoff game from the rafters? Oh, courtside. Yeah. Done. Courtside. Yeah, okay. I got to go court. I think courtside once in a lifetime experience. You have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mace? Uh, I, I would go courtside as well. Okay. I'm going the other way, boys. I'm just yep. thinking because the tickets for the Leafs game in the playoffs, if it's like a closing game, game seven, home ice, it's got to be ridiculous to sit lower bowl. Probably five, six grand for a ticket. Like, I'd pay half that to sit up top, get the crowd if they won, you know? Yeah, it's it's tough, a, though. it's a tough one. It's okay. such a tough one. That's I the think point for, of this game. I like yeah, it. I just think, yeah, time. basketball is like it, it, being close to basketball yeah, is so different there than too. being close to, like, hockey. Like, if you're sitting on the glass in hockey is, like, cool for the first time, I would say. But then after, it's also – it's just annoying because, like, your vision is terrible around. But courtside is, like – you have legitimately one of 20 of the best seats in the house. Like there's no better place to sit. Like even if you're on one of the ends, like it's still awesome. Yeah. Um, at the same time, Roberto, I will say basketball's gotta be one of the worst sports to sit far away from because it's the court's so small. No time. Like look at where those yes. people are watching that fi- uh national championship final. Yeah. Like at the Superdome. That was ridiculous. Yeah. And so you, my next question, Jim, it's like, you know me so well. It's like, maybe you've seen the questions. It kind of leads into the, the same topic of college basketball. Okay. Okay. So would you rather coach a college team or a professional team? College. We're talking specifically basketball. Well, we can go with hockey, basketball, whatever. I think, I think I, I would still go college. You be, no, like Coach K, for example, or something professional? Yeah, champ. Come on. Well, okay, no, sorry. Basketball, I would coach college. There's big money. You can think yeah. of any sport you want, though. Like even football. But professionally, like Alabama, you know. Yeah. The, see, those two are the mecca of college sports. Well, like, what is it going to be? College or professional? Well, I'm P- hockey is obviously a sport where I would be coaching professional. Same with, same with soccer. That's that's where those are the two sports. I would like to coach professionally. That's my preference. Okay. But again, the other two, I think college is unbelievable to coach. Okay. I would go. I would go pro, but high level pro. So like not East Coast League pro. Like okay. Yeah, it would have to I mean? be the show. It would have yeah. to be the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go pro. Matthews would play like forty five minutes. <laughs> okay, Tom. What else you got? Okay, next one. Would you rather have a shoe named after you or a beverage named after you? Oh, um, these are good questions, honestly. Thanks, man. You got to go with the shoe. shoe. 
Yeah, I'm going with shoe too. Really, Jordan? Look at Jordan. You're not even a little Bobby Margarita, a little Pink Whitney. No, none of that. A little Arnold Palmer. None of that. No, Kyrie's got a sick shoe too. Shoe, you reach the entire audience. I'm gonna go beverage. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I like Stye and shoes too, but beverage sounds like you see it in the LCBO. You know, you're selling it at the bar, whatever. I like it. I would just like to have bottles of like, I don't know what my beverage would be, but vodka, super stack marketing vodka. (laughs) (laughs) What would you, what would you name it? What would you name your drink? I don't even know. Uh, Mine would be like Greek God. It'd have to be the Bagnator. That's nice. Yeah. Or we go the BTB bongo juice and it's just like some tropical mixed drink. <laughs> BTB bongo juice. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So this, this same question leads into like the same kind of conversation as alcohol, but kind of not because it gives a little bit of a twist. Would you rather sip gin with Ryan Reynolds or shoot tequila with Dwayne the Rock Johnson? The Rock. Ryan Reynolds, not even. Okay. See? Okay. I'm I'm going with uh I think the rock too. The know. rock it, to me is just like the rock is one of those like super super superstar like a, he's on the levels of like Ronaldo, Bieber, the rock is that like he's right yeah. there. I, I mean once in a lifetime. I could have put Dave Franco in there Mace but I just I left these two. Mace who do you got? Yeah. No, the rock. I uh, I grew up on WWE. Okay. <laughs> I love <laughs> Um, you got any more? Last, yeah, last one. Would you rather go without shampoo for the rest of your life or without tooth toothpaste for the rest of your life? Shampoo. You yeah. think you gotta brush your teeth, Tom? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. No, 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 no. You gotta clean your hair, boys. I'm going with no toothpaste. Think of it. You can do mouthwash. I, I got, I got no hair. So it's perfect for me. I'm, I'm winning. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going, Tom, I actually, we just discussed this at, like, dinner the other day. Like, apparently you can, if you go, like, a month without washing your hair from a, a, an oily, like, grease standpoint, your hair stops getting greasy because of, like, the natural oils, like, balance out. Obviously, I don't know how nice it would smell, but I'm going for sure with the shampoo, too. Like, okay. you got, you, yeah. Go toothpaste. Sorry. I do like so my no teeth. I do like my teeth being white and clean and stuff. But I just think grease boys. I don't know. You just feel disgusting. You, do you want your teeth? You want your rotten teeth up? No, I would. I would take care of them other ways. I do the strips. I do the mouthwash. You know, there's other ways to work around the toothpaste. I mean, you use body wash on your hair if you really. Oh, <laughs> you're one of those guys. No, you know who was like that. Jim was not, folk. You, like he does. Ref- it look like I'm like that. <laughs> no, he have nice hair. Folk, uh, he's probably not even gonna listen. But he was the guy in the shower that didn't use shampoo. He would put body wash in his hair, and he thought it was like normal, like it was fine. <laughs> he's got a good head. No, he's got good salad. Yeah, he doesn't really take care of his hair that well, though. He's the guy doesn't have hair like Mace. So that's all I got for you. I wish okay. I would have gave you guys more, but that was a good one, Tom. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff, Tom. Um, all right. Let's move on um, to some other news uh, from the BTV boys. Um, so you'll be listening to this Thursday. So you would have had to get your uh, picks in by now. But we do have our Masters pool going um, right now. Our Masters pool, just like last year, um, 
shout out to Justin Carnes and Lively Golf Club. They're hooking the first place prize. Like what a value. You get to take your buddies out for free foursome of golf. Um, that is a fantastic card included, value. eh? Card included. Wow. It's unreal. Um, and a second an Amazon Alexa, like the prizes that BTB is coming out with is nuts. But anyways, um obviously if you entered, you would have had to tag us, you know, follow all the rules on our Instagram. So good luck to everybody. Uh, we will announce, we'll go live. We'll go live to announce the winners right after the masters um, mm-hmm. to figure out who won. These, we love doing these pools. These are fun to do. Um, so yeah, Mace, you got anything on it, buddy? Yeah. We even have a door prize this year. Every entry gets entered into our uh, BTB merch draw. Good stuff. Someone's getting a hoodie. Oh, lights good stuff. Are off. Yeah, so we do have a Mace has gone zero dark 30. We do have uh <laughs> we do have a uh giveaway too, right? So there is a door prize. As soon as you enter, you get into a BTB <laughs> giveaway. We're not sure what we're giving away yet. I can't get over Mason is in a, a black screen right now. All I can we see can is only white see teeth, his smile. His white teeth. Yeah, there it is. Is there a power the outage, place. Mace? <laughs> no, Laura's going to sleep. Yeah, she's trying to go to bed. <laughs> Jim, there's a power outage. He wouldn't be connected to the Zoom if there was a power outage because he'd lose the Maybe Wi-Fi. he was running data. Maybe he was running data. That's something I would say, dude. I'm shocked that came out of Tom, mind. no. Wi-Fi lasts for a bit. It lasts for a bit before he cuts out. Don't go there with me. Oh, it I've gives you like a, the ticker? It gives you like the ticker I, on the laptop? I've been, a part of my, I've been a part of my fair share of outages here in Sudbury. Okay? I know yeah, well, Garson gets earthquakes daily. So Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, we do have a BTB four-pack. We did want people to bring the four-pack back. Mace, what's our four-pack today? So our four-pack today, we're doing a master's pick draft. So we'll do a snake draft, like fantasy football, basically. First pick, uh, we'll get the eighth pick, so on. So we're going to choose 16 golfers. And then we'll take our golfer score, combine it, and see who has the best uh, foursome. So I have uh, Tom getting the first pick today. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I got to go with my boy. First pick, Jordan Spieth. Okay. Uh, Chimino, you're next. Jordan Spieth as your first pick? Like, what are you smoking? I don't he's know much won. about golf. He's Tom, won. That's a terrible first How? Pick. He's won there before, Chim. But you Tom, know he's anything not about even, Augusta. But Tom, he's not okay. even playing okay, dude. well. Like, okay. Okay, dude. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't he... think the playing well part before the Masters has anything to do with it. Like, uh, I know people that are like but... at a high, like, yeah, maybe Patrick Cantley, but like, dude, if you've won at that course before, you know how to get the job done, even if you've sucked months before. Okay. okay. Don't give well, me that. Okay. Well, I'm going to go uh, with a guy who has played well at Augusta, a guy who has been having a career year. Um, and he should be in the mix. It's Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler is my first pick. He is my horse to win the Masters. Okay. All right, Roberto, you are up, sir. I'm going Patrick Cantley. I watched like three videos, and all three of them had <laughs> Patrick Cantley as number one uh, to win. So, boom. Okay. Going Cantley. Well, I will take John Rom. Yeah, easy. And then I get the swing <laughs> around, and I will then take. I will then take Colin Morikawa. Please, nice. thank you. Nice. Ooh. Okay, does that make me next? No. 
Roberto. No. Uh, Roberto no. next. <laughs> can I go? Can I go? Justin Thomas. You, yes, sure you can. can. You can. Okay. Roberto. Well, Grayson. Grayson sponsor. He just Hello. signed a new sponsor with them, Roberto. So that's a good pick. I love that. I'm going to go uh, with a guy who is off a big win at the players as well, um, who has played well at the Masters, Cameron Smith. That Ooh, goes out to that goes out to Moose and all the boys um, are riding Cam Smith. They love him. So, boom, let's go. Okay. I got hey, Tom. You get two. I got two. I got Dustin Johnson. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So I go Spieth, just Dustin Johnson, and then my. This one's tough. You go know who I it. like. You know who I like. I'm going to go Victor Hovland. I don't know. Victor. You don't want to, what do you think about that, Mace? You're giving me that little face. Probably could have got him on the last pick. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I saw his odds on the 365. <laughs> he was up there. He's up there. Roberto's got that. Roberto's got that app right now. Seeing who's like the best odds to win. He's going to pick those guys. No, I've gotten the Mace at those, like the top, whatever it is, six tiers of golfers. I, yeah, yeah. I don't recognize like 90% of these names. You're so. going to do the best out of all of us, dude. That's why that's how it works. Um, okay. Wow, this is tough. This is a lot of good guys to pick from, but um, I'm gonna go with a guy that's always in the hunt, he's due for his first uh major win. Uh, Xander Shoffley, he is due. Um, and why not do it at the Masters? Xander Shoffley, that's a good pick. Okay, Roberto. Uh, I'm going Canadian, Corey Connors. Nice. Yeah, that's a great pick. Oh. That is a I think, great dark horse pick. Roberto. I think he had a didn't he have a good tournament last year? Like yeah. at, at least through the first couple of days. Yeah. He, so. he just went deep in the Dell Technologies match play too. So good job, Roberto. Good pick. Thank you. Oh wow. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just have the best foursome here and go Brooks Kepka and Rory McElroy. Ooh, okay. McElroy's got uh, got the needs of the Masters for the career Grand Slam. So I, wow. like it. I can't. I didn't take Tiger. I was going to. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's going to. Jim, are you I doing am. it? I'm okay. doing it right now. <laughs> Roberto on the next pick. <laughs> 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 Roberto takes Tiger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my next pick. Um, I, I love all the dark horse guys. Um, another guy that has played well at the Masters before, Abraham Answer, oh, the, pri- yeah. the, the pride of Mexico. Grace. Uh, he's got a, a mustache and a half right now that I absolutely love. So, yeah. Did you see that video of him in the sand trap? Yeah. Um, his so short game? So okay. I like the word dark horse you, you use, and I'm ready to get some flack maybe on this one. Okay. But I'm choosing Louis Alphabet. Dude, Louis Oosthuizen is a fantastic, always a great pick of the Masters. Thank you. He's always in it. Yeah, he's always. Oh, I feel like he's always in a Sunday in the Masters. I don't know what it is with him. He can yeah. suck in every other major, but within the Masters, he's Louis probably going to finish top ten. Sure. I might even bet that. I might even do it right now. Top ten finish, Louis Oosthuizen. There you go. Louis Alphabet. Okay, uh, to round out the teams, Thomas t- took taken. Sorry, good God, uh, Jordan Spieth, DJ Hovland, and Louis Oosthuizen. I took. Ooh. Scotty Scheffler, Cam Smith, Xander Shoffley, and Abraham Answer. Roberto took Patrick Cantley, Justin Thomas, Corey Connors, and Tiger Woods. And Mace took John Ram, Colin Morikawa, Brooks Kepka, and Rory McIlroy. So good picks all the way around, boys. 
we'll have to get yep. those uh, those picks out to see what people think. I love okay. it. Um, okay, moving on. Also, uh, our new sponsor, Pin Golf, uh, looks like they're at the Masters right now. That is absolutely disgusting. That is like bucket list item, guys. No matter what we, I've been saying this, every, before we die, we need to get to the Masters one way or another just to see it, just to drive by it or something. We got to get there. Got to get 100%. there. 100%. I put, I put your name in ever since I've been eligible for like the lottery to go. I'm going to stop putting your name in. Maybe they see your name and your criminal records and all this police background. <laughs> criminal <stuff>. record. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. School I board trustee. Yeah. Maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's why I haven't won. Like, yeah. Uh, but would you uh, rather? Would you rather play Augusta once or get to watch Sunday Tiger in the Hunt uh, at Augusta? Play it, play, play it. it. I think Jim, that is not even a question. Come you on. gotta play. Yeah, you can yeah. watch 4K on your couch in your undies and morning coffee. Like, yeah, come on. I think I would want to play it. Yeah. Okay, I'm with. Yeah. Watch it, hundred percent. Just because yeah. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Mace? Yeah, I'd probably want to play it too. Yeah. Um, another topic, uh, Matt Matheson had asked me about. Uh, I, I He called to... me today out of nowhere to yeah. ask me for school help. And then he said, did Jimmy ask you your question yet? And I said, no. Yeah. So, so is, is this the question? This is the question. So I texted him today. I said, how many shots would it take you to hit 12 at Augusta? And he said one. Um, I think he was joking. But then he came back and said, what green is harder, 17 at TPC Sawgrass or 12 at Augusta? I said 12 at Augusta because it's a, a, a thinner green. I think it would be harder to hit that green. I like, know. As in hit I, it, who cares if it rolls off or like stick it? No, stick it, green and red, green and red. Okay. So okay. I, I think the players one. I know it's surrounded by water, but it's bigger than the Masters one in terms of, like... Yeah, but, Chim, with, with you, with anybody with water, like, I, I I like your chances on... I know 12 has a little bit of water, too, but... Mace? Well, I'm going to get it over the green, at least. I'll probably put it in the back bunker and yeah. then put it in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and then scald him, my caddy. I, like, it'll probably take me... I don't know, if so, warm. And like, then I, he, another follow-up question would be, would you score better on 12 at Augusta or 17 at TPC? I said 12 at Augusta because at TPC, you could put in the water gajillion times and the drop zone is just as like bad as a tee shot. Yes. Okay. So I'm agreeing with you on that one, but th- with the first question, I think 12 is easier to hit Okay. as well. Okay. Good you stuff. get it up high enough. 17, dude. Uh, it's just scary. Like, yeah, it is. Obviously, I've never been on that T-box, but... Yeah. Um, okay. Well, good stuff, Tom. Um, all right. So, again, BTB pool, uh, Masters pool. There's so much. We got the two prizes and the BTB giveaway uh, just to enter. It's so easy, guys. Just, you know, if you haven't done it, when it's we like do another pool... a value of $100. Pool, when when if... we do another pool, just sign up to do it. Like, it is... Mm-hmm. It's free cash. Literally, free cash. <laughs> So, um, anyways, let's move on to the BTB hockey pool. Guys, guys, the drama, the drama of the BTB hockey pool, Mason Money Savage, who started the year, I believe, two and eight, finished off the year at 11 and 10, 
didn't even he was going for the 18 made the seventh seed beat roberto and beat uh uh whitehead yeah whitehead beat whitehead the the last two weeks to get into the playoffs one and two he beat him mason if you just started setting your lineups at the start of the year you'd probably like be a three or four seed hey it actually doesn't even matter i just need to get into the playoffs um my team doesn't play any games this week so either way i was i was toast but the <laughs> the turn the determination to get to the playoffs uh, really rallied from the chirps greener was sending me and <laughs> yeah i really wanted to play him roberto's probably going to take me out but my top five players connor mcdavid uh jake allen uh the goalie from phoenix coyotes uh, Noah dobson oh. and let's say scotty lawton those are my my top five wow players. so jt so JT, I, miller. jt miller yeah. You, yeah, Jim, yeah. Jim, you go, my, and then I'm going to give you a little bit of a roast fest. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So my question, uh, my question to Mace was, when I brought out the tiebreaker, and there was a possibility you were not going to make the playoffs, when uh, the insider could have won and you lost, and he would have beat you on head to head. What was your thoughts when that tiebreaker came came out? I, I was going to riot. There was <laughs> if I win ten wins in a row and then didn't get in because I lost a week five uh, 120 point match I've been putting up 250 points minimum a week I have the highest scoring team since week uh, week eight highest scoring week of all the whole season I I am the MVP of this league <laughs> wow <laughs> okay I like no, it. at least the GM no. of the year there's no one that made better moves than me this year I know I agree with you waiver pickups, but Whitehead is like by far like how he drafted and how we allowed him to draft that good is ridiculous. Well, His we gotta goalies. we gotta look at the point structure again. The no, no, we're not allowing Whitehead and Roberto to have this Excel sheet next year. Listen, like, listen, I will say this: Whitehead and I are like the Pierre Dorians of <laughs> of the BTB hockey pool. We can draft. My trading ability might be worse than Pierre's. I <laughs> traded away Thomas Hurdle, who's like a top 10. I think he finished top 10 in this league. For oh. Cam Fowler, Rasmus Anderson, and Blake Wheeler, two of which I have dropped. So, that's not great. That's okay. tough. That's so, tough. Yeah. so, Tim, what did you text me Monday, Monday morning? You know, it's playoffs. I said week. I'm screwed. I said I'm screwed. I said I, okay. I play I play 10, 10 to 15 less. games less okay. than then Greena. However, so, I okay. went and I made moves. I made absolute moves okay. and I, I so I'm back in the fight. Your slippage here. Okay. This is what a good fantasy manager does. And I'll probably end up losing this week against my dad. So you might even catch me, you know, lying about this. What I usually do before playoffs, because I always make the playoffs in fantasy, the Sunday night, I use my add-ons, my extra that I had for that week. I look to see that week coming up which NHL teams play the most games. So I'll give you guys a little secret, all our listeners, all the fantasy guys, Boston, Toronto, Tampa, all play four games this week. You load up on those guys because you get extra games. Who cares if they get you one point? That could be the difference. I also... I would Vegas like, plays twice this week. For, get rid of those this, guys. I might drop Leonard. Reason, like, for this reason, I would like to move the, the playoffs maybe a week back like and make it two-week rounds. 
I think would be cool to see how Ooh, okay. how you go through. through I don't, two, yeah. and and you allow fourteen and you allow fourteen waiver pickups. So that um, that would that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven and seven, two weeks, seven and seven. We have seven a week, so that's oh my the way God. I would do. That's my way. two other pools. I think it's four pickups and three pickups a week. Like seven's outrageous, and we allow same day pickups. Like there's wow. no waiver. There's it's not even like actual waivers. You know what I mean? You don't have to wait if somebody. Yeah, we somebody. have no waivers. It's a wild no. west in this pool. Yeah, it's it's wild. <laughs> uh, I got yeah. I I was told to turn off waivers by the league, which I did. Um, so. Okay. All right. Um, let's go into the final standings for the year. Uh, mine as well as I, as I've done them every week. Uh, Whitehead finished 20 and two. Um, Roberto finished 17 and five. I finished 14 and eight third spot. I uh, leaped ahead of Tom who finished also 14 and eight, but I had more, uh, points for thanks, Tom. Um, Polly V finished 14 and eight as well. Um, <laughs> in the five spot <laughs> greener, <laughs> The sixth spot at 13 and nine, the Savage Wagon at 12 and 10. My, my apologies, Mace, 12 and 10. Um, and Brett slipped to 12 and 10. He was 12 and 10 as well. He slipped to the eighth spot because Mace had more points for. On the bubble that did not make it was Zach Matheson, a heartbreaker. 11 oh, and 11. heartbreaker. Um, Giroux, what a disappointing 19 and 13. McKay, even more disappointing. 8 and 14, even more disappointing was Mackie at 5 and 17. And then you had Calvin and Meg at 13, 3 and 19, and Meg at 2 and 20. Safe to say there's going to be a shakeup in the Mike McGaughy front office. Um, I don't know what was going on there. But to go to the playoffs, the playoffs are set. We do have um, a 1 and 8 matchup, which Max Whitehead is beating Brett right now. Paulie is beating Tommy right now. It's very close, though, um, in the 4-5 matchup. I am beating um, Greener right now, but it is going to be a close finish. The Savage Wagon down by 11-2, Roberto. Can we just say, guys, all four BTB guys made the, the playoffs. Yeah. Put your hands together. All Hello. four guys. Uh, we can't win our own pool, though. That's the thing, like. We, that something's like someone's got to win other than us. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah. Oh, I got credited with a loss for Calgren. That is tough. He left with an injury. Mace, you might get the call for the Leafs pretty soon, dude. Mraza, Calgren. Like, I don't know who's left in the, in the system. <laughs> Joseph Wall's hurt. Hutch, Hutchison is like, Hutchison. I don't know. Um, Tom, we missed it. Did we miss anything, guys? I'm going to give you an ad read and we're going to talk yeah. about the March Madness bracket that Missing has been doing or yeah. has done. It's the, yeah. the tournament's over. Um, but I'm thinking if we missed something and we did. Um, oh, you know what we didn't bring up? And we usually don't talk much about the, uh, the NBA or the Raptors. Kyle Lowry. All the return, return we didn't yeah. talk about that. Thank you. That just came right yeah. to my dome. The statue. Everything is beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, let me give you an ad read and then we'll talk about that. Okay. Just missing. Okay. This company specializes in comfortable and affordable streetwear. Not to mention, Roberto Bagnato, who is the founder of the company, is now a new member of the podcast. Just missing helps bring awareness to youth mental illness with the brand's not alone line, raising funds for organizations providing mental health resources to youth in Ottawa and soon to be in Sudbury. 
Visit their website to check them out at www.justmissin.com or check them out on their Instagram page at justmissin. When you do purchase anything from Just Missin, Roberto Bagnato has set up our BTB fans and listeners up with a promo code. At checkout, type in the promo code BTB20. That is BTB20 for 20% off all apparel. A deal you can't beat for already affordable clothing. Also on the Missin website, you're going to be able to find um, the BTB hoodies that we released and the Junkyard Dog t-shirts. And also, we're not going to tease at Roberto, but maybe a little golf line coming up pretty soon. We've been in the shop like crazy these last two weeks. So I'm, I'm, so, I'm so excited about this golf stuff. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And Jim, it's, it's, you're actually going to have a polo that has a little bit of sty. Tom, I bring <laughs> the, Listen, even if I don't have the best sty, I bring the game. That's that's that all. But I, I know we'll be looking fresh in this. If I was um, this dedicated, if I was like so, really dedicated to like all 10 bench balls we played in last year, you probably wore the same shirt like six of the 10 times. I'm a simple man. I, I have a, a three, four shirt rotation. I love I that navy. That navy one you wear to bring that back. That one's vintage. That one has to. No, that one. Back. That one's done. The, the sun killed that one. No, the sun really? killed that one. Yeah, no, that one went to the rafters. Same with the mar <laughs> the mar the mar the Marlins one went to the rafters as well. No, the Marlins <laughs> one. No, I got I got a bunch of new shirts actually. Did you? Uh, I'm excited. Any like hot this. colors like pink or yellow or anything like that? A guy like me does not wear pink or bright colors on a golf course. <laughs> Let me tell you that much. Um, so good thing our, things, the good thing is our golf shirts are pink here. <laughs> a couple, <laughs> thing, a couple things you missed, Tom. Uh, okay. Our our prizes is way more than a hundred dollars for this BTB pool. The the mass the Amazon I mean the the lively golf uh, value is o- almost over three hundred dollars itself. Um, and then Alexa, um, I'm not actually sure the retail price, but I believe it's, uh, it's decently up there. Um, so great value. Uh, also, we meant to talk about uh, March Madness. Uh, we did skip over the women's one, which Tom, we watched, was fantastic. Oh. Talk about great basketball, too. The women's March Madness was so entertaining. UConn Dynasty didn't get it done, obviously, but what, what fun basketball to watch fundamentally they're better than the men's 100%. like free throws running offense um you know proper zone defense all that stuff 100 better 100%. and I, I i honestly thought it was more entertaining like watching page buckets uh, that's what everyone calls she's her. nasty yeah very good very good yeah um, uh anything we else i totally missed me he's talking about swords uh being the father there at the start my bad there um what, anything, what about anything what about is Kyle Lowry the greatest raptor of all time? He's got to be. Yeah, right? we. I can't Definitely. believe we missed that. Uh, he's the greatest raptor of all time. Like Roberto j- just said, yeah, a hundred percent. He's got a so, statue. Um, he's stuck. He's stuck with them through thick and thin. Um, and I think he he said he's going to come back and retire as a raptor. Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. There's no other team he'd retire with. And for my brother m- mentioned this, and it was a really good point. He loved the organization that much that he just didn't want to walk away in free agency and not give the team anything to like get back in a trade. So like, he's like, just I'll sign here, but then trade me to a team and you'll get yeah, some parts sign back. and trade. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? And yeah, maybe someone else would have been just been like, no, I'm and out. Like, unfortunately him like leaving. Kawhi. Yeah. Yeah. Him leaving like had to come for the Raptors in the new era of the Raptors to start. Right. 
it had it had to start with him but- leaving because Fred Van Vliet, I didn't think would be able to run uh, an offense because he's always played the two guard and yeah. really never really ran it because Kyle was the guy that ran the offense. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. Like yes. MVP type season. Like he is unbelievable. But I can see the same core of the Raptors young guys in a couple of years and then Kyle come back for a one play, year play little... like a six man or something. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't that be because, some, maybe yeah. even DeMar too? And like oh. he's contributing with Miami and Miami's top team right now. Like oh, they're yeah. deep too. Also, I'm mm-hmm. so happy the Lakers suck. Just uh, don't so, even go on it. I'm happy this is like a sport we don't really talk much about. Maybe until like the NBA. LeBron, sucks. I've watched so many Lakers games sucks. and it, it is ridiculous. One yeah. thing we also missed because we're on the segment is Coach K. Another thing. Oh, Coach K retiring. Yeah, there's mixed emotions. People hate him. People love him. Really? Because oh, he yeah. was a hard ass. He was, but a lot the Barsu people. A lot of people hate Coach K. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're more dedicated and no more, but from what I've seen, he's been there 40 years. He yeah. was like, he won the spelling bee at the school. Like he was a student there and then he applied for the team <laughs> and got like, and he got like laughed at. Yeah. And one of his first questions in the interview, a reporter asked him how to spell his last name. Yeah. Cause nobody yeah. knew how to spell his last name. Cause it's that it's difficult. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy One thing we did miss too. Um, we had a really great meeting today with one of our, like, is mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. is coming to be one of our favorite partners too. And they've been awesome. Um, the boys at NHA, uh, Blake and Brian had a really exciting meeting with them. I think what excites me too is like what Sudbury is potentially getting in this like multi-sport facility. Like talk about, uh, I don't know how much we've necessarily talked about it too, but Talk about a good place to train and get quality hockey training, but also being able to just work out and play like at the same spot too and hang out. So obviously a lot more news coming as we get into the summer, but there is some exciting stuff coming out of NHA uh, and the Doyle guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see that they're so driven. Like people like somebody's dying, like kids are dying to develop somewhere. They have nothing getting ice at cities, like finding gold, like it's ridiculous. So hopefully um, they come and fill that void in, in the next, uh, in, in the summer. And, and hopefully we get uh, a lot of development going on at NHA. We, we love them. They're, they're awesome. My, my 10 minutes that I missed at the start, cause you guys have my dad on. Cause you, you guys like him more than me. Did you guys talk about the pond hockey at all? We did. We did. Okay. We covered pond hockey. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to wreck anyone there. My brother's so, playing in yeah, this for RBC. Yeah, yeah. Mace said he's better than you, so maybe we'll have to see who, who plays. So, yeah. What is it? We'll share periods. Once <laughs> I win the first period, you're not getting the controller, Mace. But So, quick quick plug, too, for how people can register. Is it just they DM, like, pond hockey or sign up on the website? I think, I think either so. or. I think either, either or, or you can do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or even reach awesome. out to us and we can help you if you're interested. Yeah. Too. Reach out to us and we'll, awesome. we'll get you. Just DM us. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it, folks. If you got into the mattress pool, good luck. Um, and, and we'll see you on Sunday after after uh, the final round. But other than that, take care, everyone. Episode 50. Thanks to Katie Chomiak. We have an interview. We've gone on uh, ourselves here for at least a, an hour and a bit. So, Katie, thanks so much for coming on, chatting uh, with the boys. All right. Take care, everyone. Episode 50. That's a wrap. And we'll see you for 59. I think we know who number 59 is going to be. So we'll, uh, we'll chat with you guys later. Take care.
Sun this morning. 